1: And welcome into another edition of Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan. And joined by future Stars Hall of Famer, Craig Ludwig. If you listened to a previous podcast, Jeff K., the PA announcer, he asked me who I thought should go in the Dallas Stars Hall. Immediately, Craig Ludwig's name was mentioned. He says he has no juice, but he'll mention it in the hallways. Here we go, people, as we will continue to push for Luds in the Hall of Fame. And he joins me now, the two-time Stanley Cup winner. How are you, buddy?
2: Well, that's a hell of an intro. What do you mean I don't have juice? What is juice? Juice means like, you know, you, you,
1: you go and you pound the table and you say, Craig Ludwig needs to be in the Hall of Fame, which you do.
2: Oh, Jeff K is saying he Yeah, has he's, no yeah, I, yeah, thought yeah. It, I, I basically thought it means he has no stats. I was going to agree with him. I don't have any. <laughs> 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 uh, no, everything's good. Just uh, we had a little, we were finally in Dallas, um, our U18 team for the weekend. So it was nice to be able to stay at home for a little bit, you know? And nice. so now we're getting ready and we got the week this week and off. So everything's good. Okay,
1: so can Spitz and Suds listeners go watch Craig Ludwig, Coach?
2: What about watching me do what? Can
1: If your team's home, can we go watch?
2: Anybody can go watch. All right, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, this is still free, and it's, you know, it's I wouldn't say it's for fun because it's not. It's, yeah. You're trying to teach these kids how to approach it more business-like because all we're trying to do you or do for you is get to the next level, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I hear you. By the way, failed to ask last week because I didn't know if maybe you had to do it last second. What did you wear for Halloween?
2: <laughs> it's funny. Everybody, um, that saw it thought it was very, very appropriate <laughs> I was the Grinch. <laughs> you were the Grinch? Yeah.
1: That's amazing.
2: Yeah. I was, I was, uh, we, I play, what we do is we split up and uh, we have teams of four. And so all of our players get into their own teams. They all have costumes. And then I had uh, two of my boys played and our other coach, Addie. So we, um, um, we kind of went with uh, a holiday. Um, kind of theme, you know, and uh, Addie was a Santa Claus, and the other ones were riding Santa Claus in them stupid outfits. So, um, it, it's not easy to play in some of this stuff, though. So, um, it makes it a little, a little difficult at times, and. You know we play round robin so we play like i don't know four games or so like that and the games are all about uh eight ten minutes long and it's split and you play half ice and that kind of stuff so anyway um it's a bit of a beating yeah you know um we got a pretty good team this year and so we got some good players so see that's but the softer I mean, side of
1: know. luds he dresses up for halloween
2: oh me i halloween is my christmas
1: is it really
2: oh yeah yeah okay yeah. i i
1: that's great. I like it. All right. We're going to get into Stars and Bruins in a second, but I pulled this clip to get a story from you from the past as far as team Halloween parties, because here's Andrew Ladd and he was on clearing the crease with your guy, Mike Commodore and Andrew Raycroft talking about a Halloween party in Winnipeg.
0: So well, anyway, we had a Halloween party there and there's a good Dustin Bufflin story. He's like, he loves hunting and fishing and all that stuff, but he decides to bring a blow dart to this halloween party jesus so you know he gets a few drinks in you know, him and all of a sudden he's oh like God. oh it'd be funny to like shoot this blow dart at, at someone yeah so um, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really funny so anyway so he's he he hit like a couple people and you know people are feeling they're feeling good so it's not not a not a big deal so far but then blake wheeler's wife grabs she she gets a hold of this and she's like oh it's gonna be funny to like shoot blake when he's like we we're playing ping pong in the or beer pong in the in the garage i think so she's like lining up to get wheels as he's playing beer pong and i'm walking around the corner at the same time so she blows it and it hits me like right in the hip flexor <laughs> i'm like oh you know and then bust sitting in the corner laughing his ass off like a you know, 10
1: year old kid. Dustin Bufflin bringing a blow dart gun to a Halloween party. Any uh, recall of stories from your past Halloween parties with teammates?
2: Uh, You know, the, the one I remember from a long time ago, we had, uh, I always bring up the big apple cafe out there in Arlington, my buddy, Joe, and um, we had a Halloween party there. And so Pam, my ex and I went as Hitchcock and Ganey. And so, uh, but we went and had it professionally done. And so, and we made sure that we were, we were late and it was probably 20, 30 minutes after we're supposed to be there. And we don't, you know, you always make sure that you, you, I mean, some guys take it a little more serious than others. And, and you don't, you don't tell anybody that it's you and you want them to eventually figure it out. So Anyway, um, yeah, we came walking in about 20, 30 minutes later, and we just stood at the door, and we just kind of looked around. Because typically you don't tell your coaches, you know, with that all the sure. guys are going out and having a party and all that kind of stuff. And um, I did have a couple guys come up to me and tell me that, you know, hey, you know, this is a player's thing, coach, <laughs> you know, one of those really? things. So it was obviously – it went over pretty good. Um but, uh, you know, as far as bringing blow darts, uh, that's a hockey players should know better than that, especially from the past, maybe not today, but yeah. today they'd bring blenders and, and help protein. Chips <laughs> if they had it, if they came. You can see we, we bring blow darts and, you know, things like that.
1: Yeah. Different, uh, different times. Different time. Yeah, absolutely. So you were hitch and she was gaining, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I made her, <clears throat> she had cotton stuffed in her. No, I was gaining. I was gaining. Oh, she okay. was. Oh no, and she had cotton stuffed in her cheeks, and you know, and the and the hitch hairdo, and I had a, <clears throat> I had some kind of, I don't know stuff on my head that you know you were bald, with the exception of a little you know a little monkey bum that Bo used to have on the top and back of his head, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was uh, had suits and ties and the bow tie, as Bob Ganey would wear, and we each had a. Little bag and a briefcase, kind of like you were, you know, coming right off a plane, kind of stuff. So, wow! Did the pictures stuff. get we back to, to those guys?
1: Did the pictures get back to them?
2: Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. Well, you know they 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 laugh at them, they love yeah. them. You know they they again, different time, different era, and I I think we always and they always looked at it, uh, and we do too today. Um, at least we do. Those are good team events, you know, bonding things and get the players there, get the wives there, and. Um, you know, sometimes you don't get to know all the other families, you know, cause you kind <clears> of <throat> do your thing. And, um, but you know, it's funny. And then the next day at practice, it, and the practices are usually good, surprisingly enough the next day, uh, because everybody's playing guilty, you know, and guys had a, you know, few cocktails and, um, and, and, they know that you had a few cocktails and, and they come out of they're going, Jesus, that was a pretty good practice. Maybe we should let them do it more often. So. <laughs>
1: You know, you've Uh, talked about Hitchcock on this podcast, but you haven't really, or I haven't asked about Bob Gainey because that's a longstanding relationship with both Montreal and Dallas.
2: I look at Bob Gainey as my Scotty Bowman. Um, You know, I, as a rookie in Montreal, he would bring me back in flights and he'd have a couple cans of beer back there. And um, he'd give me a piece of paper and a pencil and ask me to draw up our penalty kill. Um, you can see why, you know, he, he's 24 seven and he, and he's always been involved in the game, um, from a, you know, from a player to a coach, to a GM, to consultants and, uh, you know, all, I mean, everything he's done. And, and, and again, I look at it and I talk about him all the time and, you know, and, and he was, you didn't realize it at the time but he was always teaching and coaching and and coming up to you. And, 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 you know, there's a, I brought it up and, you know, in the, in the room in Montreal, they, I don't know how many years they've had it hanging there. And it's, and it's a quote from, I believe it's a poem from, I think it's called Flanders field, but in short, and it's in French. now. I think it's in both French and English, but just in short, it, it basically, it it says from these failing hands, we pass this torch, yours to hold it high. And, and, what it really means is like you know you you give back, and we're passing the torch to you guys, and um, and I think as my career went along, I started to understand what it actually meant. And you had guys like Larry Robinson and Gainey and Lafleur and Shut, and they'd come up to you, you know, and they were they had been in the league for <clears throat> whatever it was eight to ten years prior to me getting there, and so they were they were in that mode. They were in that mode of, of teaching you, if you're going to play this game and if you want to play it for a long time and you want to survive and here are the things that you're going to go through and here are the things and the ways that we've found that keep us in the game, you know, and I, I've probably talked about this before, but Bo and I, Bob Ganey and I were sitting on the, on the training room table. Um, and we were playing Boston, it was in Boston, and it was, I don't know what, which game it was, but it was in the playoffs, and he was getting a little, you know, getting ready for the game from one of the trainers, I was getting my stuff done to me from the trainer, different trainer, and he just kind of looked over, and he goes, Leds, you know why we do this? And, you know, my my immediate answer is, we, we just love to play the game. And he goes, yeah, but that's not really why. <clears throat> you know, this is like my second year. And here I am sitting next to the captain of Montreal Canadiens. And he goes, we do it because if we don't go out and play tonight and they put somebody else in our spot and they play just as well, maybe even better, and they're younger and they make less money, we could be out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know and he was He's basically yeah. saying, you do what you have to do to stay in the lineup because there's always somebody else waiting to take your spot. Right. And, you know, and, and if that that particular player is um, young and making way less money, you know, they'll look up, the guys upstairs are like, hey, we can save some money here in the cap or, you know, that kind of stuff. And here's somebody that's just as good and probably has a bigger upside. So, just those little kind of things I think that they were, um, you know, and I think a lot of it maybe was more about off-ice how you approach your day and your practice. And, you know, as much as we say, it's our life, you got to have a life outside of it. And you have to be able to, I tell our guys now, you know, you come from school or high school, whatever, whatever level it is. And when you get to the rink and you get in that room, don't bring your shit into the room. You're here for two and a half, three hours a day. And this is, this is our, this is our Shangri-La in here. Everything. when you walk out the doors, all that shit's coming back again. But when you're in here with this group of people and we're a family in here, we're going to have fun. We're going to work hard together. We're going to get something accomplished and, you know, hopefully it pays off in the long run for you. But all the other good and bad things are going to be there when you walk out those doors. That's right. So enjoy it. while You're here.
1: Yeah, that's that's great insight. That's a uh, really good insight. Never heard you talk about Bob Ganey uh, before. I put everything, all the drama outside when I come in here for spits and suds. Get to spend time with my bestie. That's how I roll. No drama. This anywhere.
2: is nothing but drama with you. <laughs> oh, that's
1: hilarious. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh.